Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. My name is Alexandra Goman. It's great to be back with you, and Merry Christmas. I cannot believe that we are here. We're in the holiday season. It's that crazy time where you kind of forget, what day is it? When? Who are we? (laughs) What are we doing? There's so many... uh, things to do, so many fun things to do. There's a lot of feelings this time of year. There's a lot of celebrations. There can be some grief and sadness, and um, I'm grateful that you're choosing to spend a moment of your time thinking and, you know, considering God. That's a good thing, and that we can do that together today. Um, So what I wanted to talk about today is worth. And I've been thinking about this concept a lot the last few weeks as we have been approaching Christmas and wanted to hop on here and record a little episode for you to talk about worth and how God views worth. You know, I think when when we think about Jesus coming, when we think about the advent, right, of Jesus and his birth and his arrival, It is just a time that heralds so much hope for us as a people, that heralds joy, peace, love, all of these things. And yet I think as individuals, it can be hard to sometimes let that message of hope, joy, peace, love, the arrival of Jesus, I think it can be hard for me to make that very personal. And I was thinking on the way to church about the song, Oh, Holy Night. And it's, you know, everyone has a favorite artist who's covered this song, but I love the words to the song. It says, Oh, Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It's the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared. In the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. When we think about our lives, we realize that we define our worth on so many things, don't we? We can define it even without realizing it. We can define our work on our relationships, you know, our marital status or how our friends are doing, how many people we're close to, how our children feel about us, how our parents feel with us, our relationships, right? We can think about our legacy and how will people remember us and will we have a bench in our honor? You know, we can think about what what stories will be told about us and kind of what are we leaving behind? We can value our worth based on our service. You know, what did we What did we contribute? How did we love others? How did we lay down our lives for people? What, you know, or maybe a contribution more intellectual, like what did I leave behind in terms of, you know, figuring things out, discovering things, our careers, what are we known for in that way? Our work, you know, how how did we leave the world? Did we leave it better than how we found it? Our just output, right? Our productivity. I can struggle with that one. How many things did I accomplish today? You know, that can be a, a strong sense of worth. But we all have our things, you know, that we can look at and go, this is really what signals my worth. But what happens 
when those things that we define our worth on, that we base our worth on, don't amount to much. Or when they get threatened, you know, when we have broken relationships, a marriage that didn't work out or isn't going well, a parent relationship that is strained, when our kids are going through hard times and not very close to us, you know, when our friendships are fractured or changing or in a state of transition and hurting. When our work and our legacy is threatened, when we lose our job, right? When we retire and our work no longer matters in the way we thought it did. When we change careers or we decide to take work off and be at home, which we know is with our kids, which we know is still a different form of work, but we can value it a little differently. What about when we get sick? And our productivity goes down the tubes and surviving is what we have to do. When we face times of mental health challenges and we can't do any of the things or we don't want to do any of the things that we used to do. You know, I think in those moments, we can start to feel worthless. But when I remember that song, I feel so struck. Because it reminds us that when Jesus came, the soul felt its worth. And it reminds me of this scripture in Isaiah 43, verse 4, a verse that we're very familiar with. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you nations in exchange for your life. The way that God talks about his people is that they're precious, that they're worth something, that they're worth any cost, that they're worth a high cost. You know, God viewed us as worthy of sending his son. Think about Isaiah 9 and verse 2. It's a verse that we, a chapter really, that we probably have listened to a million sermons on during the holiday season. But it's talking about Jesus when it says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. The soul felt its worth, right? This idea that the way God thinks about us is worthy. You were worthy of the Son of God coming here to this earth. And you had to do absolutely nothing in order for God to deem you worthy. By existing, you have worth. God deemed you, declared you even, worthy that you are worth so much, not based on what you do, on your output, on your relationships, your achievement, your legacy, how healthy you are. (laughs) None of it matters. Your soul has worth in God's sight. Your soul is worthy. You know, um, if any of you follow me on social media, you know that Jesse and I and our family has just had probably the hardest year we have ever had 
And it has been basically hit after hit of transitions, of challenges. Um, we've seen um, a lot of death in our the congregation that we minister to. We've had um, faced a lot of death even in our own family with my um, my husband's stepfather, um, who was in his life from the time he was six years old, um, passed away unexpectedly. We have had two miscarriages in six months that absolutely shocked us. And among other things, I mean, we've had a renovation that is still not done. We've had um, financial challenges, lots of different things, right? As we all do. Welcome to the party, right? And as I think about where it's left me, you know, I can pride myself on my ability to get things done, to be productive, to uh, be able to minister, to be able to give. And honestly, those things have been very threatened this last year, the last six months, especially. But when I think of these verses. And when I think of Jesus coming, I am reminded that Jesus deemed me worthy, that God said that my soul, broken as it is, messed up as I am, I am worthy, not for the things that I do, simply because he made me. It makes me think of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. And if you haven't watched that movie, do it. It never gets old. It's so great. But here's George, right? This sparkly person who really goes through a time in his life where his job is threatened, all of the things that he kind of put in his life as, you know, giving him value or worth are kind of threatened. And he considers killing himself and ending it all, right? And committing suicide or death by suicide rather. And the angel comes, this angel comes and reminds him of his worth and reminds him that his life has meaning and value. And I don't know where you're at today, but I know I need to remember that God views me as worthy, that God views my life as mattering No matter what I'm doing, no matter how many Christmas things I accomplish this season, or if I'm just surviving, God looks at us. He looks at you, and he deemed you worthy of sending his one and only son. And so you, my friend, you are worth so, so much. I hope this has been helpful. I enjoyed being back with you today. And I know that the last, again, the last few months, we haven't been releasing a lot of episodes, but I'm happy to report that we already have some scheduled for the new year. So look forward to growing together in daily distraction and all the chaos and remembering our worth in all the years to come. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great holiday.